This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. I am still here with my dad, Paul Kenny. I am Bogart Kenny and we are doing this show live. Yes, it's not, I know I said I was going to be away, but uh, my flight got cancelled, so I'm here for at least one more show. This is Consignment Heroes. This show is all about your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. We're talking about coins, costume jewelry, dishes, gold, silver, old lamps, furniture, soda pop machines, you know, uh, military items, anything you can possibly think of. Anything that you think has value, this is the show. You can call in live right now for the next about about 55 minutes. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, it is 416 416- 360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. So? Good morning. Good morning. And we have a studio audience today. We always have a studio audience. No, no, no. A studio, studio. In the studio. We, if, if for people who, you know that you can, you can get us on podcasts, you can listen to us on 740, you can listen to us on 96.7 FM, but people, if you go to your computer today, you can uh, see us live. There's cameras in here, and there's going to be, we have uh, a very, very special guest. Well, He's going to waddle it, over here in a it, minute. If you do want to uh, ever view us, we are on uh, zoomaradio.ca. Why would you leave your phone on? It's not no. just not the first time we've done this in about three years. No. No, it's not. Um, so, yeah, so this show is, again, all about stuff. It's about your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. If you do want to call in right now, we are still live taking your phone calls. Now, we're talking about garden gnomes, old TVs, radios, Roald Daltons, you know, uh, some random bank notes, video games, anything really. That's, that's what this show is about. How to get rid of it, how to find out what the value is, how to buy more of it. That's what this is. Like, so that's what this show is all about. So if you do want to call in right now, that's the number. We are here for the next 45 minutes. Uh, give us a call and uh, see if we can talk about your stuff. Now, oh, bring you uh, on. How was how was how was oh. your week? Oh, we had a great week this week. We had just a fantastic week. In um, people were bringing silver and gold in, and people were buying. And we did. We closed off one more house. And I know Rick's going to be on later on. We're going to be talking about some stuff about decluttering and stuff. But I have to mention a couple things. Last night, I'm going to say this is a plug for Mayflower Chinese food in Richmond, in uh, Etobicoke, on uh, Royal York. Okay, they've been. They have got definitely the best, I know that you don't appreciate this, the best ginger beef in the city in a Chinese restaurant. It's, it's, it's not sit down. It's all takeout. So if people are thinking about for their uh, Super Bowl parties and you want to be upgraded from last year, you can use, a super, you can use uh, Mayflower. And I'm, I'm just saying I've been going there for like 30 years. And I just forgot. I was in last night and uh, seeing smile, Calvin's smiling face, and I'm saying, you know, this guy here has been given to the community, and here for 30 years, he deserves a plug. So this is an out-and-out plug 
for Mayflower Chinese food because I've been using them and I know I wouldn't even think about ordering any of my ginger beef anywhere else. It is is it a good Chinese food? Yeah, no, that place is amazing. They're always they're always good, always appreciated. And no, we live we live in Etobicoke. So the other thing is, we're doing that show on February twelfth. On February twelfth, you get to bring down to the Zoomerplex down here at in uh, Liberty Village. Uh, from one to I think three that day, they'll be posting it online of uh, when it is. But from one to three, you can bring down your items, and we will be appraising them on the spot like we did before. And they'll be filming it, so you get a chance to be on TV. You don't have to be on TV. Your item will have to be on TV, and we'll try and give you a best idea of how much we think it's worth or not worth, or if you should get rid of it right now. So basically bringing a radio show to life, bringing a radio show to television. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Well, and we're, um, we're also got important news. You can't, we can't announce it this week. Next week we have important news on something. What was that? If I told you what the important news was now, they would not tune in next week to listen to Oh, it. okay. So we use that, use that every week then. No, we, I don't have important news every week. <laughs> okay. No, but this February 12th is, uh, it'll be down here at the Zoomerplex. Um, there's free parking down here. Bring it down your right. I think you have to call us or call the radio station um, and tell us what you're going to do about it, if you're going to bring it down here. You can email it at consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca or you can call us my at my store, 905-737-4653. Tell me you're coming. I don't want to know everything about the item you're bringing, but tell me you're coming and we'll book you space there so there's a... Because the last time we filled up, there was no, there was no, uh, it was standing room only. They yeah. made us stand. We couldn't even sit down. Yeah, well, I think that was the idea for us to stand, but. No, but I'm just saying, but this is one thing. Later on the show, we're going to have the gold and silver prices. Oh, I got to tell you this, this thing here. Uh, we're an information show, and this is very important right now. There is what is, there's a scam going on, and they're hitting seniors, and they're hitting people at gas stations. We're calling it gas station gold. They see you filling up. You got your credit card on there. And they'll say, here, just fill my tank out of your credit card or give me $50, and I will give you this chunk of gold. If it's too good to be true, it is, because they're marked 18 carat, but they are not gold. It's, and we, call, we actually call it gas station gold because that's where it happens. People will see you there, and they'll say, oh, I need $50 uh, I, I got, or $20, whatever it is, to fill up my tank. You feel good. You just say, oh, that looks like about $400 worth of gold. And then you fill up their tank, and what you've got is a, a dollar's worth. So of they're it. basically giving you plated stuff. Yes. Uh. And, it's called, and it's fully marked. And we've had they've even, they even fooled one of the dealers this week. He brought it in, and I said, no. You got scammed. Well, the thing is, people are so like, okay, oh, if it's marked, it has it. Well, anybody can technically mark it. The yeah. whole thing that we do that I don't know if people uh, actually got the full um, whiff of is that we test it as well. Yes. You need, like, you actually have to, you know, get acid tests and you have to get it done to see, okay, is it actually 18 karat? Because some people can, you know, just bring it in like, oh, yeah, this is marked 18 karat. Clearly, it's 18 karat. Well, you can't just believe it because it says it. You That's actually have to, yeah, like, there's a percent, like, the acid, if it's at that carrot that it says it is, there's a particular acid that you put on it, and yeah. it won't uh, discolor. So that means that it's stronger than that particular acid, yeah. and it won't deteriorate. So meaning that is authentic. So, but again, those are all questions. If you do bring it in, you want to sell it. That is the questions you need to ask. Like when you bring it to somebody, like can you show me that this is actually 18 carat? 
Yeah. You know, because they'll be like, oh, well, no, it's uh, 14 karat. Oh, but but I swear it says 18 karat. So you can actually show them like, okay, this is the acid I used. You can watch us do it. Yeah. You can see us scrape into it and, and ath- like authenticate it. That actually is that. And you'll actually learn something that day too. There's also fake 10 gram gar- bars of gold as gold. Gold is over $2,000 right now. It's within $20 of its all time high. Now I want to mention this because a lot of people don't think of it out there, but uh, we're going to go through the grams of gold and stuff but they have 10 gram fake bars. And the way I can tell right away, because I'm doing it for a long time, is they're too big. They have the right weight, but the bar is too big for being a 10 gram bar. And they're in the the little, the one I saw was in a PAMPS container. It's all plastic sealed and everything like that. But as you're getting gold up at these prices, because 10 grams of gold is worth, oh, I don't know, $650. You don't think about it, but it's, it's very, very small. And it's worth reproducing. But I saw the fake bars this week. Um, the dealers will know um, know not to take it in. But you might just say, oh, I can buy $650 worth of gold for $300. If it's too good to be true, it is. The only people who offer $300 for, 10, for $650 worth of gold is some of the shops on Eglinton or uh, some of the um, these uh, places set up in your um, – uh, Legion halls and hotels, you know, there's we have to they'll they'll offer that, but you as the public never gets that opportunity. Yeah, if it's too good to be true, it is. So that's what we're doing. The Mayflower and I just said. Uh, um, what else? I know there's some well, other. Why don't we get to the phone calls? Is there a phone call? Okay, I will. This is a phone-in show, right? Yeah, it is. Sometimes. Uh, Did you it, give the number yet? No, people just literally just called in and like, oh, where did this number come from? Yeah, they called. Where were you, where were you for the first 10 minutes of the show? Okay. Uh, if you do want to reach us, the number is 416-360-0740. Let's get to the, uh, the phone lines. We'll go Maureen in Whitby. Maureen? Yes, hello. Hey, welcome to the show. I, uh, this is my fr- I think I'm a first-time caller. I tried <laughs> to minute. get on before but never got through. Uh, I want to, you've mentioned uh, postcards in the past. Yes. And uh, I've been clearing out some things here. And I have a couple of postcards. One is it written on and one is not. And they're both showing pictures of Glasgow Corporation tramways. Okay. They, those cards probably came in my husband's family back in the 50s. Okay. Sure, it's that new? Okay. Sorry? Well, the, the best time for postcards is pre-1914. Oh, well, no. No, but no, no, later postcards are worth money. I'm just giving a couple of premises for other people who are listening right now. Yeah. And that was when postcards cost a penny to send, and they were all, and it was like a big thing that you send a postcard, because remember, this is just when telephones were just started getting going, and it cost money for a telegram. One cent to sell, say, hi, how are you? It was a way of communicating with people. Now we do the phone or we're doing text or we, we don't realize all the opportunities we have. But back then, they didn't have any choices. It was either send a telegram for uh, for two hours of pay or send a postcard, which was one cent. And one cent was something because I think your hourly wage is only 15, 20 cents an hour. Wow. But your ones out of the 50s, what we're looking for in postcards are ones that are uh, like Main Street in, in here in Canada, Main Street in uh, Upper Boot, Manitoba. If you're if it's a street in Toronto, there's a lot of those postcards. Yeah. But if you're in a place like uh, Hagersville, Jarvis, 
um, and rail stations. What they're trying to do is recapture um, our history, which is a lot of times, and it's on a real photo. There'll be two kinds of postcards. One, where something's been pre-printed and sold in the railway stations, or where someone took a picture on one of those little Kodak machines, and on the back was printed on postcard stock, and you actually made, took your picture, says, here I am, while looking at uh, Wichita Falls, or whatever it is, and with Cousin Vinny, and um, in the background, you'll see some cars, or you'll see some other stuff from the time period. That's what people are getting. Or, you'll have postcards of uh, um, teams, hockey teams. And I know one collection of postcards worth seventy to 80000 right now, sitting, waiting to have find a home. It's not that many postcards. It's only about for a couple of hundred postcards, but it's worth that kind of money because it crosses over. People collect postcards are going to collect it, but also sports card collectors are going to collect it. Once you have, and this happens, I say this on the show, once you have two groups of people uh, going after one kind of collectible, it generally uh, goes up in price exponentially, okay? Like there are postcards, baseball postcards, of teams out in 1907 worth $1,000 for one postcard, okay? That's this, interesting. Well, yeah. no, this is why I'm saying about not throwing stuff away. I, I talk about people having lottery tickets in their basement or whatever. <laughs> and No, no, but people junk or they, or they donate it. And I know yeah. that I don't try and rail on too much. I, I want, I mean, I think that Salvation Army does a great job. And St. Vincent de Paul, and they give back to the, or even the church sales that we have out there. They're, they're looking to people donate and then they take the money and do good work with it. I'm not, I'm, I'm so much in favor of that. It's great stuff. But sometimes when you get a thousand dollar item and they sell it for a dollar, that dollar is put to good use, but it would have been much better for them, the charity to get 999 more. Of course. And this is where we come in, and I'm actually in the new year right now. We're going to be working with some, or I'm trying to work with some of the charities so that we can evaluate this stuff so they get the proper amount of money for it. You know what I mean? Rather than putting, like like I said, we had that bowl the other day that was found in one of these uh, thrift stops, and it had four ninety nine and was $300 worth of silver. It would have been much better for the charity to get $300 than four ninety nine, And that's that's partly what this whole show is about here. I mean... We, we try and help people declutter their homes or when they're going to shrink down and stuff. But And I when we give them the money, we don't care what they do with it. I mean, they can give it to a charity or they can keep it or they give it to their kids. It's always easy to divide up money. It's always no one's ever complained about, hey, Dad, you gave me too much money here. You know, I can't count it. Um, and, and the charities want money because it's easy, you know. But sure. we, our whole idea here is to help people find out what they have and uh, and help them sell it at the most amount of money. Like a person who has a uh, a million dollar comic book, we're out to help them. Sure. We now we make money on it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm very, I'm I'm about that as well. I have to make a bit of money to do all this, but it's much better if you got a million dollars and you give eight hundred thousand dollars to the charity. You know. Well, or the whatever main, you do. The main reason that I've tried to call you before and didn't get through is because I have one of those black teapots. It's a Queen Victoria Jubilee souvenir. Yep. Dated 1867. 1897 or 1867? 1867. Okay. Came from my grandmother many, many years ago. And she. Ha- I, I came from Ireland, and this, this came from... Uh, what Ireland. part of Ireland? Northern Ireland. Okay. I'm yeah. from, I'm from uh, uh, Kilkenny and Dublin. 
Uh, my parents. Both beautiful places. I my, know. my place is north of Belfast, a very small village, and my, my grandmother was on the farm, and she was a very busy lady, didn't have much time for the little kids around, and I admired this teapot as a way of introducing some conversation. And she said, if you like it, you can take it. So I've had Does it, it make you smile? Day. Does Pardon? it make you smile? When you think of that and you think about your mom, does it make you smile? Or yes, yes. Well, that's that's worth it right there because the teapot, as a Victorian collectible, is going to be worth 50 to $75. Yeah. Maybe a bit more because Victorian, if it's 18, I think usually 1897 because that's a Jubilee year, but 1867 is possible as well. But they don't garner what they used to. The royalty collectors are less and less, yeah. and they have larger collections. Not okay. enough for me to part with it. Let's no. put it that way. If it gives you one more smile, that's not enough to part with. Great. Okay? I enjoy your show, by the way. Thank you so much. Thank you for the call. Well, you know, postcards. What? I don't know. Like, there's, I didn't know there was so much value in postcards. Oh, yeah. No, and are certain artist ones and signed ones? This is where, the knowing, this is where we have that knowledge. I'm, I'm, I love the ephemera, you know, and someone brought in a poster, the, uh, um, a program from Wayne Gretzky Jr. Pro, um, hockey tournament, where he thought it was worth $3, $5. Well, he sold it for 800 U.S. Well, that's not bad. You know, but no, but that's just knowing. Well, yeah, but you're one of the only people that's like, if I walked into your store with a postcard, you'd get excited about, you know, like, oh my, I have never seen that postcard in the last 20 years, you know? Okay, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's what we do. And it's like, no, I see value where other people don't see value. Yeah, I know. I look at a postcard and I'm like, okay, well, who who sent it? Who did I send it to? That's yeah. about it. Not the about stamp the on the back. Somebody ripped the stamps off. That just wrecks the condition of it. It's generally not the value of the stamp at all. Sometimes you can have a postmark that's worth money, but it's mainly the image. If you've got a postcard from uh, Yukon, Yukon from 1897, I'll get you 100 bucks for it. 1897, okay. I mean, it was a while ago. Yeah, we have postcards from mines up in uh, South Porcupine. So they're worth uh, $100. People Did you just make to... that place up? No, there's a South There's not a North Porcupine, but there's a South Porcupine. How does that make sense? I think Frank Mahalvich was up by there. He came from there. Okay. Tim Horton did. One of these guys. Go ahead. Next call. Well, I was going to say that if, what about, you know, if you had a picture of, or a postcard of Toronto in the 1800s? No, because some can be if it's very unique, but there was so many postcards here. Like, think about, you're sending a postcard back then. We have to go back to common knowledge here. If Niagara Falls is not a good place for postcards because everyone went to Niagara Falls. It was like seventh wonder of the world, and people sent postcards from there. So there's millions of postcards. Or the people, but, or they'll send it from New York City, or they'll send it from uh, downtown um, Toronto. That's what I'm saying, downtown Toronto in the 1800s. No. No, it was. We had a lot of people here then. There's some value to it, but not the same kind of value because there's a lot more of them. We're going supply and demand. Yeah. So I guess if you had a like a postcard of like Milton or Markham when there's like two cows there, I think that you just insulted a lot of people. No, but I'm saying in the 1800s that there's nothing there. Yes, there was. There, okay, fine. Three cows. Okay, go, go to <laughs> okay. the call before you get us into a lot of trouble. <laughs> Um, no, we're going to, we're, we're going to do other things. Um, if you do want to call us right now, you can reach us live. Uh, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, this show is all about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff, art, coins, custom jewelry, dishes, gold, silver, old lamps, fishing lures, old toys, bills, video games, old purses, anything you can possibly think of. Again, to reach us right now is 416 360 
0740. The toll free number is 1 866 740 4740. And more your calls when we come back. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Zoomer Hits, FM 96.7 in downtown Toronto. Welcome back to Excitement Heroes. We're here live down here at Zoomerplex taking phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Oh, we're, we're going to get in a lot of trouble here. <laughs> we just had a debate about how, how Milton was. No, no, Markham. Markham oh, Markham? Was, okay, I'm looking here. I, was looking I didn't know it was this old. Markham is 1794. Okay. 1794. So that's before 1800s. Okay. There was more than cows here. Hold on. But the fact that it existed. Yes. Like existed. I'm not, doesn't, I'm not debating. But that 1794. There was like there. Hold on. We have another problem with 1794. What's that? There was no photography back then. Okay. So, so that's a lie. So all these fo- photos are lies. And no, no. But they're 1820s, 1840, 1860s. My point is, is stop dissing places that aren't no, Toronto. I'm not dissing. Do you know that we reach everywhere from uh, Chatham to, uh, uh, Kingston to North Bay? Yeah, no. That's I, not Toronto. Okay, All those I get people it. No, listen I'm to us. Th- those places, like, there are more heavily populated. I'm saying there's other in-between places that aren't as significant, or they are more significant now than, than they were. Okay, say so, someone came in tomorrow with a sign for a wagon manufacturer and mark them from eight, 1890. Okay. I would probably be able to get them a couple of thousand dollars Exactly, for it. because that one person that was there Took the photo. No, but no, even um, this is another thing that I forget to tell people that, and you, we never listed on there. It's like old advertising, old uh, signs, anything that's historical. There are people who want to collect it. Okay. We try and put the, oh, I have to say this right now. What? The guy who called me last week with the 10,000 or um, little, little soldiers, uh-huh. he's got to call me back. He didn't tell me, he hasn't called me. Okay. And someone the next day on Monday called up my store and said, Paul, I'm I'm a willing buyer for these soldiers. Okay. So I can put both people together. You no, got a little bit off topic. No, because I just remembered it now. You know, my mind works strange this way. But someone called us last week with 10,000 soldiers, and they wanted to find a new home for them. Okay, go back. let's get back to what we were just no, talking No, no, about. no, no. So I want him to call or at least call my store. Uh, 905-737-4653. I want him to call the store because we have a customer who really wants his soldiers. Okay. Okay, that's what we do. We're helping two people uh, okay. at one time, not just you. Okay, go ahead. No, what were say- you saying? No, what you, you, we were talking about. What you, that's why when you got distracted, then you lost your train of thought. Yes. And speaking of Markham, I only saw one train station. So. Yeah. At, at that time. 
No, but a lot of people collect the train stations. Listen, I'm not debating that there's people that live train there now. Train station postcards can go from ten dollars to do we five hundred dollars. I know, but like that's not what we're talking about. How do you get there? I don't know how you do it. I'm like, trying to just, help beat the blow. Unless they're calling you Frogger, you know, no. you know, uh, you know that you know Frogger. No, <laughs> like how we like jump through traffic. People out there want to. Some of us are not thinking about it till we mention it, and we say that something is worth a postcard is worth a thousand dollars, or a train station is worth this, or a sweater is worth uh, from Tron Maple Leafs in nineteen thirties is worth twenty five thousand dollars, and they don't think about it until we mention it on the show and say they say Bing. I got one of those in the basement. My my ex my uncle used to play for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he had a Toronto Maple Leafs sweater sitting at home here, or a ticket stub from back then, or something like that. Unless we meant, that's why I jump around sometimes. Well, okay, those jerseys from you said the sixty-seven, sixty-seven. They'd okay. be worth the thirties. Would probably be worth maybe fifty thousand. Okay, from the thirties. So you're talking about how many jerseys do they have? Well, each player had what one jersey? Two, two. Okay, home and away. So you're talking about how many players on the roster? 18. 18. So you're talking about, about 36 jerseys. We're talking about 36 people. You're talking lotteries here. Lotteries. Yes. People have, but they have this stuff in their basement. They have collections of cards in their basement. A, 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 a 52 set can be worth a million dollars of baseball cards. It's smaller than a Kleenex box. Okay. Well, yeah, this, but people typically don't have that just sitting around. People know that they collected they it, the, or they bought it so long It's ago. in the back of the drawer. The person, This person who just called with a postcard. That could have been a postcard from the Ottawa uh, Silver 7, okay? And what does three, that even mean? It's a hockey set to team, and that could have been worth uh, $300. So that instead of throwing it out, they get $300. It's, that's what we do. Not everything's worth a lot, but a lot of stuff is worth a lot. Go that to the calls. made no sense. I, I don't know what I'm going to do about you. Uh, let's go to um, Al in Toronto. Hey, Al. Hello. How you Hello. doing? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I have a 78 RPM of uh, the Big Bopper Chantilly Lace. Mm. What's that worth? Uh, him with Bobby. Yeah, unfortunately. What we, um, it is Chantilly Lace, a 78 what the kids, the resurgence right now in records has been because of, um, um, I also have the purple people eater also. Oh, on a 78? Yeah. Okay. But the problem is the kids right now want to get, um, they want the, the, the albums because they're playing them. The kids want that sound is better on an album than a CD. And it's nostalgic feel as long as the album's in good shape. Okay. Your big bopper ones are probably worth between fifteen and a hundred dollars. Oh, as a seventy eight. No, that's not bad, no. You know. Um, but it has to be something we do on consignment, we take into our shop. We we can't guarantee it, you know, it depends on the condition on it. But the seventy eights are harder to sell. Twice. That's all Benny Moons yeah. ago. If I get rock and roll I mean, the Beatles, Stones, that kind of albums. If people have collections, they bring them in of two, three hundred albums. I'll buy them on a second because they sell right away. Is 70... the Chantilly Lace album worth more than, because my brother has the Chantilly Lace album. Oh, if he's got the album, I'd probably get more for the album, maybe, because I'd have to check on that. Depends on which. See, remember, right after he passed in a plane crash, right. he was with uh, Buddy Holly on, yeah, um, they, they, you know, the album people went and printed a lot of stuff. If something was uh, issued before his death, um, it'd be worth more. And this same thing like people collect Elvis. Some people collect only upright up to his death. You know, 
and people collect right. it. It's now the album Chantilly Lace sealed LP, but they got one here for sixty dollars. Uh, See, but no, but might be, I don't know which issue this was because right. um, after that happened, you know what uh, big business does? They take advantage right away. Right, right. You know, and uh -huh. so, and I, you know, I still listen to Buddy Holly to this day. I love Buddy Holly. Yeah, all these great stuff. I have a I have a loony that has no queen on it. Queen, I have to see it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's got the outline of the queen, but it's not there. First, I thought it had been scratched. Oh, okay. It's if it's been if it's been misstamped, that can yeah. be worth my people love errors. Bring it yeah, into my store as long as it's not where. The outline of the queen, but no queen. Yeah. What the coin collectors like, and this will happen, but you find them so seldom, is a uh, misstamped um, mis one. Like it would, either the pressure wasn't there, or that's where you have some of the big errors of our time, like the 1947 dot. Right, right. You know what Your I mean? Store but, open on Mondays? <laughs> we're open all week long. We're like a real store, right? We're open from 9 to 6, Monday uh, to Saturday. And right. I give them all the day off on Sunday. I'm working Sundays, but they don't. Okay? There you go. Right, right. Okay, thank you. No thank problem. Thanks for the call. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. Um, See, no one from Markham yet. They're, you've insulted the whole city of Markham. I bet you won't get a Markham call all day. Hey, maybe we're reaching out to everybody else as well now. Like, we have some, a few other people from other parts of the, the GTA. Okay. So, that's okay. I'm, I'm going to stand by that, okay? Again, not insulting people that currently live there. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just talking about they didn't live there in the 1800s. No. No, they didn't. No, you're right. You're finally right about something. Would you go on to the next call? Uh, let's go to um, Case in Calden. Or is there a Case in Calden? Yeah, hi, uh, I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, I have a uh, Lionel electric train set that was given to me as a Christmas gift in about 1952. Okay, now what number's on the engine? That's what we have to go with. Uh, the engine, well, the outfit is 15... 015. It's in the. It's still in the original box. Oh, you have the box as well. Okay. Yeah, and each uh, individual car that came with the set is also. I still have them in the box. They've been played with, of course, but I used to put them back in the box every night when I was finished playing with them. Depending on condition, uh, it'll be metal, um, and uh, the cars will be metal. Uh, train sets. No, come they're not. Oh, the plastic. <laughs> Yeah, they're the plasticky type. Uh, well, it's a it's a good plastic. It's not the, uh, you know, it's not a cheap uh, plastic that we have today for toys. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's in the original big box, uh, not in a hundred percent shape. The the box, of course, uh, and each little, uh, you know, like the caboose and the tender and the tank car, all these uh, things are all still in there. I still have the boxes for those. I still have the, the original bill. I still have. <laughs> Well, that'll hopefully have the brand, the number. Now, these are the O-Gage, and uh, these are in the orange boxes? Yes, the, yeah. uh, they are in the orange boxes, and it's the, uh, yeah, it's not the little tiny uh, gauge. It's the uh, the bigger one. Of the okay. Thing. I'd have to see them, and the condition of the boxes makes a difference, and it depends on which train it is, okay? 2256 here, there's an engine and tender going on for $1,800. So yeah. it'll, it'll depend on which set you've got and which cars you have. You okay. can call me and send pictures off to the store tomorrow. I, a lot of people send pictures to sales at torontogoldsilver.com, or you can just send it from your phone to my phone. Yeah. 
and um, which is nine zero six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine. But if I see that, then I can get a better idea of the value. But it, it'll all be mainly drawn by what numbers on the engine, which engine you've got, and if it works or not. Don't have do not fix it. Like I say, don't try and don't put two hundred dollars fixing that fifty dollar watch. Let's find out what it's worth first before we fix it. Okay. Okay. But if you have the boxes, don't throw them out. Don't tape them. Just leave, if they're got a rip bomb, just leave them like they are. Don't start repairing them or anything like that. And don't even have to clean it. Okay. I'd rather see it raw. More more damage is done in the first ten. Something's been sitting in a closet or in a basement for forty five years. Someone discovers it. More damage is done in the first ten minutes that someone discovers one of these treasures than happened in the last forty five years. But send me off a picture tomorrow. I'm sure I can help you on that. But train sets are still collectible, and some of the big sets, like, that's a nice time period. Do you have comics from that time period? Uh, no. I, with the train set, I do have, there was accessories came with it. Yep. They'll be good, too. Those are metal accessories. Yep. And uh, I have those. Like It's like a station and a few other things. Yep, no, no. Call me tomorrow. I'll get you value on the entire thing. We can either sell it for you, or if you're going to pass it down, you know what to insure it for. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Um, we've had, uh, you know, someone waiting in line for a long time. One of our guests that we have on the show. On oh, who business. is it? Mr. Rick. Oh, yeah. Let's talk to Rick. Get it out of the way. No, Good I didn't. morning, gentlemen. How are you? Rick, how you doing? Sorry about that. I'm doing great. Not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, just wanted to say a few things. First of all, there's still time to take advantage of that great condo that we have. Hey, Paul, you know all about yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we, we have it up in Alliston. But what makes this condo so great is that it's an actual detached house. Yeah. Uh, it's a single house. It has a, its own private drive. It has a private single car garage. Uh, it backs on to a golf course. It has an absolutely spectacular view. Uh, there are three walkouts, one from the main floor, lower level, upper level. It is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful house. And, you know, it's not that far. People are moving to Alliston. People are moving to Barrie. People are moving to Innisfil. Well, and, Cookstown. You know, it's right next to Cookstown. Cookstown's a it, vibrant it, little uh, a village little there. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's close to everything. You know, it often takes me just as long to drive somewhere in Toronto, get it from one place to another, mm-hmm. than it does to drive up to Alliston. And it's worth having a look at this property because, you know, uh, as we keep talking about people downsizing, it's the perfect choice for somebody who wants to sell their home in Toronto mm-hmm. and downsize and, and put the money, the rest of the money in the bank, you know? Yeah, and uh, enjoy we it. We talk about that all the time. Uh, it's also perfect for a first-time buyer because, you know, young people now are having to move uh, a little more north of Toronto in order to buy something, and but eventually it does pay off because... Uh, we're going to see a boom occur out there because there's no more real estate, affordable real estate left in Toronto. Oh, I know. What happens? People have to radiate outwards, and what a beautiful place to move to, for sure. No, it's, well, I, I like this because it's a condo. That means no snow, uh, no snow plowing, no grass cutting. Um, right. you're, just, you're just doing the life. You're, you're living it. I mean, we get to an That's age right. where we just want to enjoy life. I, right. I'm, some That's people right. actually go out there and like cutting their grass. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people. I don't like Yeah, No, I want to enjoy it. If I have a couple million dollars in the bank, I want to start enjoying it. That means traveling a bit. And that's nice when you're a condo area like this, a little bit of protection, you got neighbors, okay? Mm -hmm. But you're not too Mm -hmm. close to them, you know, but they're all, it's all detached houses in this area. Great view. But you know, you get so much more house. This house, if it was in Toronto, would be, I don't know, 
dollars. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, just by the sheer size of it, and and this is why it is the absolute perfect choice because it's, so, it's such a rare find. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know what's going to happen, Paul. It, it always happens. Uh, it, it'll get sold, and then all the all the people come out. Oh, you know, uh, take advantage of it. We have it. It won't last. They need. Oh no! Do you know what's going to happen? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Rick. What's going to happen is one of these people says, "I want to sell my house in the spring." And then if that house is still there in the spring after mm. I've sold my house, the idea is to right. sell your house now and then go sh- and, and you can shop for it. You're still going to get the right. price. We tell people when you're selling now, even just beating a lot of other people to the market on, you can get your price on it. Okay. Yeah. If someone in Toronto, yeah. there are builders who want to buy lots. There are houses that people are trying to, uh, for the summer, they want to move into the summer. They have to buy it now. Okay. And as soon as you sell your house and then you can buy something like this. Or like I said, there's the other people say, "Oh yeah, it's really nice. I wish I'd done that." Mm-hmm. We're, we're, I'm don't want to be part of their "wish I'd done that" club. We were talking a couple of weeks ago about procrastination. We were yeah. talking about it later. Well, later's now. We're now going to talk about procrastination. Do it now. Is not Nike? Absolutely. No. No. Well, and, and the thing is, people will still have the choice of when they want to close. So yeah. uh, by selling now, they they, they actually. They're a step ahead of the spring market, which all that does is put more properties on the market to compete with. Yeah. So that yeah. means people are looking at your property and maybe five others in your neighborhood. Well, it still so, takes us a week to get it ready. We have to get the houses ready. A lot of people don't appreciate this. We have to go out there and we have to do work. Your house, once you say, yes, Paul, I'm, I'm agreeing to this, it, we don't, yeah. we're not magic wand people. We're very, very good, but we're not magic right. wand. It takes us a couple of days to do everything, get it all set up. You know, and That's then right. I That's I know right. these people all in the springtime will come to me and say, well, no, I'm booked for the next three weeks, and I want to sell my right. house now. Well, you should have called right. me earlier, you know, because right. that's what right. we do. Declutter, declutter, declutter. We get rid of the stuff. Declutter, declutter, declutter. Exactly. The, the three rules of real estate. And mm-hmm. it brings you more money. It's a proven fact that a decluttered house brings more money because people don't will often don't have the vision to look beyond the clutter because the clutter is yours. It's not theirs. Yes. And so they'll come into a place, and if it's neat and tidy and, and in some cases empty, unless you have great furniture and, you know, like new stuff and, or we stage it for you, uh, it usually shows better decluttered completely. Well, if you pay $4,700 so, in staging, that's money you're not getting back. It's much better to right. sell your stuff, get money, than pay my Bogart, I'm going to ask you, is it better to get money or pay, spend money? Well, both feel pretty good. Uh, see, I can't get it. <laughs> I, you know something? I don't know where I went wrong. Um, okay. Um, but we so, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's the other thing with, uh, when people do give us a call, not only do we come in and evaluate the value of their home, but we make uh, recommendations as to increase the value of their home, but we help them with their contents. And as you keep saying, Paul, uh, you will, you will either, uh, get it sold for them or you will move it for them or you will dispose of it for them. Yeah. Uh, either way, it's a hands-free process for them. We take the and, stress uh, out. You know, it's it's one of these things. And again, if if they want to contact me and and reach out to me uh, to come and see this property we have, or to come in and evaluate their home, I can be reached at four one six two five eight three nine seven two. I can be reached anytime. Or Paul, they can call you whenever yeah. they like as well. The board's full. I gotta get rid of you. Been- Great. <laughs> have a great day. You have a good day, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Uh, if you do want to reach us right now, we are taking phone calls live all about stuff. Again, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, it is 
360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And Moyer calls after the break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here live down here. There's no flags taking your phone calls all about stuff. Now, we didn't get the number out for our uh, store too often. We are at 10,341 Young Street. The number to reach us there is 905 737 4653. 9 to 6, Monday to Saturday. What? Oh, it's the hours. Yeah, the hours. That oh. means it calls at midnight. We're not going to be there. Yeah, they can leave a message. That's fine. You sure you're not there at midnight? I've been there at midnight, but I don't want to be there okay, at midnight. Okay, well, if they call at midnight, answer the phone. Are we going to give the gold price or are we going to take one call before the gold um, prices? I don't know. Take Wanna, one call and then we go. Then, then people will hang on because get a pen, get a pay, pay, piece of paper. Get a paper. Make sure they both work like you say because uh-huh. right after this call, we're going to give the gold and silver prices. Okay, go. Me or the callers? Go. Who are you pretend, talking to? Pretend this is a job and your job is to get the callers. It's not a job, but okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Sarah in Cambridge. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Hi. Thanks for holding. What do you, what, what do you got for us today? Oh, I've got a gold, uh, uh, twenty-two carat gold plate. It says, and it was decorated in Collingwood, Canada. Now it's only decorations on the plate. Mm-hmm. Is twenty-two carat gold? Unfortunately, we cannot get that off, and um, that's when we made some pottery. That was. Um, result of the war and where we're trying to conserve money in this country in that they would only buy pottery that was non-decorated, excuse me, non-decorated and supply jobs to people, to Canadians. But going back to your plate, it has value of three, four, five dollars. It being gold decorated, that was a way of selling it. They probably sold it in a place like um, uh, Woco, Kmart, that kind of thing, Kresge's. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful, yes, but the thing is, they don't want it today because that gold that's on there keeps it out of the microwave, keeps it out of the dishwasher. The kids right now, and like I said, I've got uh, three kids, I've got 200 sets of china, and they bought them all in big box stores. They didn't take it from me for free. They went and spent money on it. You never offered it. Yes, I did. So the point is the young people, we buy from Toronto, we sell to the world because the world has more money and less taste. No, because the world has more money, and uh, they'll still buy some of it, okay? But the young people today, I mean, they don't want the furniture. They don't want the Victorian furniture. They don't want the china. We we try and give it to them. You almost have to force feed it. 
And the way to do this, just do the guilt trip on them. Just say, I bought this in 1946 and just leave it with them with a note on the back from grandma. And uh, then then they'll keep it that way. But give it approximate value. You might have sometimes they're worth more. But the kids today don't want it. They don't want to decorate their houses. And as a lot of these condos are going up, they don't even have walls anymore. Everything's glass. You can't even put a painting on the wall. Okay. Okay, but I do have another one. It's yep. Mr. Hockey Gordy Howe. Yep. It's it has the NHL logo on it. Yeah, uh, Franklin and, Mint or Danbury. Pardon? It'd be put up by Franklin Mint or Danbury. They go it's between ten and twenty five dollars. Pardon? Mm-hmm. They go between ten and twenty five dollars. The Franklin Mint and Danbury ones. Um, Gordy Howe and Bobby Hall, and I mean, people still do collect them a little bit, but they have not appreciated in value because they made a lot of them. Okay, but there's quite a bit of writing at the back of this, and there's three pictures of Gordy Howe on it, so it's still just um, yeah, yeah, just hey, someone's going to like it. That's a perfect thing to give your kids because they'll mm-hmm. maybe learn a bit of the history. Unfortunately, oh. it's not going to go up in value probably because they made a lot of them. Uh, okay. No sense of having a you know uh, ten of something. There's only five collectors in the world. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to what? Are we going to gold? No, we're not going to gold. We have to go to gold. We'll go to gold out there. I mean, that makes me into a liar. Okay, go to gold. Okay, gold right now. Ten kid. Gold right now is at an all time, almost an all time high in Canadian money. And I want to say this: it, even though you see it on BNN and some of those other stations. And some of the radio stations will say fifteen sixty three U.S. It is two thousand and thirty eight dollars Canadian per ounce. I'm going to repeat that. What you see on BNN and all those other places is fifteen sixty three. What are we on right now? But that is two thousand and thirty eight Canadian. Translated to that means that we're going to give you twenty two ninety three for ten gra- for ten karat gold per gram. If you have any questions you want to know how we worked all this out, you can call us at our store at 905-737-4653. Then 14 karat gold is 3210 per gram. That yeah, you heard the right this right. This is this and um, 18 karat gold is 4127 now. Now this is the same stuff that if you ask some of the other gold shops where they paying for 18 karat gold, they'll tell you I'm gonna give you $18 a gram. Well, we're paying you fourteen twenty-seven. Okay, this makes a big difference. Like, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, we bought something that one of these gold places offered like thirteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars, and we paid thirty-one hundred dollars. The exact same thing. Okay, now silver right now is eleven a dollar silver. Your silver dollars are around eleven ninety-one, and silver nine two five silver is fifty almost fifty-seven cents. Per gram, that's the same thing. If you ask, call some of these other places, and they'll say, "I want thirty. I'll give you thirty cents a gram or forty cents." We're paying fifty-seven cents a gram for sterling silver. Okay, now also you've got these things in your Olympic sets at home. We've got the little sets of four, or sometimes twenty-eight, or sets of ten. Or you've got Franklin Mint. That is all sterling. All that Franklin Mint stuff, which has got no collector value whatsoever is now worth it. The silver value is where the value is, okay? Now, and we're also selling maples. A guy saved this week, went across to my neighbor on the other side of the wall, came into us, and we saved him $500 on 500 maples. 
okay? $500. And I want to just rant a little bit about something. Some people want these 2020 maples. They're supposedly going to be good. These are the new maples that they're charging extra money for. Guess what happens in 2021? These 2020 maples will be considered old maples and lose money right away, okay? Well, they're people, not hard workers. But they're paying premiums. Work. You're paying a premium to get the 2020. Silver, silver. And the one piece of advice that I give from the smallest nine-year-old who's coming in to invest and learn about silver to the 95-year-old who comes into my store, keep your premiums low. That's the money you can't get. If silver's worth $23.65 an ounce and you're paying $2 over for your premium, so that would, you'd have to end up paying twenty five sixty five. If silver price goes up to fifty dollars, the premium is the money you don't get back. So if you pay eight dollars in premium, like some of these people have advertised out there, you're not getting that money back. Know your premium. Okay. Keep your premiums low. Okay, you, you're out no. of rant time. You're, no, no, your your rant time is done. No, okay, you're sorry. done. Okay, done. done. Let's go to uh, Ron and Guelph. Hey, Ron. Hi there. Hi. How you doing? You in an airplane? Well, no, I'm in my car on the 401, and I guess I don't have a very noise-proof car. So, anyway, I know you're running out of time. I spoke with you before, Paul, about that, and my dad's Navy site, but uh, a week ago or so, you were mentioning about some jello coins that somebody had. You're, you're breaking the up jello a bit. jello coins? Jello coins, yeah. The jello coins. Oh, jello coins. Yeah. They came out cars and planes. There's 200 in a set. I'm going. We can't get. You're you're not very clear out there. But I'm going to say Jello coins. The cars and planes are 200 in a set. Sell for about a hundred dollars, which is about 50 cents a coin. And they came in little poker chip holders. Everyone's seen those. Then you've got what is called the hockey coins, which is only 120 coins, and they sell for around 300 to 400. 60, 61. 61, 62, same thing. Then you have the metal ones in 63. If I'm just going, I'm just brushing over. But in 68, the year of expansion, long, just after the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, I'm bringing everyone back to a little bit of nostalgia here. That set sells for about six, $7,000, $8,000 for a set of coins, okay, the Jello coins. So people don't even think about it. They think that so the old ones are worth less. The newer ones are worth more, okay? And there's also Batman coins, monkeys coins, ships coins, all this kind of stuff. If you had the package that these coins came in, I'd be probably be able to get between $200 and $500 for the package. Like a, a chip package would be worth $50. People want the advertising, anything to do with that, because they're trying to collect the whole set, the history. I know I'm boring you. The um, I'm boring. I was saying to Bogart, he's got that look on his face like, what the heck am I talking about? Uh, but a lot of people know these Jell-O coins, and a lot of people remember the Jell-O coins, and the other thing we all did was the St. Lawrence starts, the beehives. We used to send away for the picture. You had to get one ring off the box, off the top of your corn syrup. You sent it in, you got a picture of your favorite hockey player. This is history, Bogart. This is what people collected. People, When I was a kid, I, I, you, you sent off your ring and you, you waited around. For, yes, I waited around for two weeks. For my uh, picture to come in, and then I could pick my next picture. Okay, you, we all did this, Gordy Howe, and you know, no one collected Boston Bruins back then. It was all Leafs. Sorry, I know if I answered your question because you weren't very clear. Because I, I we at the station here we were breaking up a bit, but I hope I helped a tiny bit. But you can call me at my store nine zero five seven three seven four six five three, and or if you've got them. Bring them down to our show on February 12th. 
I'm even the stuff we discuss on the show here, bring it down on February 12th. I like to see this stuff. It might not be what we thought it was. It might be worth more. It might be worth less. We won't know until you show up on February 12th. Okay. Well, I'm going to miss for uh, open heart surgery on Thursday. So I'm not going very far for a while. So, but, um, good uh, luck. I, I, yeah. Well, that's the reason why I got this stuff is uh, I'm going through and not that I plan on dying anytime soon, but I'm just, going through all the stuff I've collected since I was a kid and trying to find out what's worth and what not. I mean, this Jello coin set, I sent away with a poker chip carrier. You know which one I'm Yeah, yeah. That's worth about $25. That was a quarter. That cost you a quarter back then. Yeah. You're you're still breaking up. Come on into my store. I hope to see you either right before you go to the open heart surgery, but I guarantee I'll see you two weeks later after you're out. How's that? Okay? Thanks for the call. Thank Um, you for the call because you're breaking up. Let's go to uh, Lenny in Mississauga. Hello? Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, it's, no, it's Renny. Um uh, calling about a uh, table. Yep. A solid uh, maple table, six feet by three and a half. Mm. It's got a shot at going into condos. But the kids right now are looking for the glass tops, black. Um, yeah, I don't care about the kids. I care about the baby boomers type people. Yeah, right. they don't want them. Uh, the ba- like, okay, you know, like 50 to 60 years old. I know, but you know, here's the thing. And I'm just going to talk a little common sense here. And because the baby boomers have it already, and they're the ones downsizing. And the people true. upsizing are the millennials. I can't ever say millennials, whatever they are, younger people than us. Right. And they're upside, they're, they're buying the stuff. And they've got, but the, here's the problem. They don't have a ton of money because they're house poor. Some have money. And, we are the people downsizing, and we have no use for it anymore. And we're looking to move from our McMansions to a 650-square-foot condo because we don't want to shovel the snow anymore and cut the grass, okay? And okay. we have lots of money in the house. You don't want, and I say this a lot, and Rick will back it up on this. Sometimes in your house, we don't want five hundred or I mean $5,000 worth of stuff blocking the sale of... Uh, your million dollar house or 750 or willing to. And the idea is though, we don't want to throw it away. We want to get the money for it. But we want to do it efficiently. And you want, if you're going to sell the house um, and you're downsizing, you want to, the things you've collected and some people have massive collections worth substantially more, 20, 50, a hundred thousand dollars, but you want to handle it efficiently. And that's what we do. We buy from Toronto, could take consignments from Toronto and sell to the world. And we get the most money that way. We're not one of these downsizers who invites in his seven or eight of his closest friends to keep him as friends, has to give them really good deals with your stuff. We are, don't do that. We have sometimes, if we have a buyer we know is paying a lot and we know what the price will sell for and they're paying a very reasonable price, we'll sell it to that. But we are looking to give, expose your stuff to the most we can. Not like there was like I keep on telling this one story. A person had thirty thousand dollars in in uh, costume jewelry. They sold it for twenty five hundred. They they got uh, twenty four. Uh, no, they sold for three thousand. They got twenty four hundred. The consignee, the person who did it for them, got twelve hundred. But they sold thirty thousand dollars worth of stuff because they didn't do it right. Okay, we see this all the time. We try and get the most. We're running out of time. Um, call us at our store. I gave the gold prices, and this may be Bogart's last show for a while. Um, and uh, I want you know you really have made this very interesting. It's going to be hard to replace you. Who me? 
Yes. Yeah, once in a while. No, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, thank you. Um, thank you for letting us into your home. What do you have to say, Bogey? I have to say, you know, it's uh, it's been a great year. It's been a great year to start already. We have yep. a f- first couple good weeks. Um, but uh, new things to come in the new year. Uh, if you do want to come to our store, we're at 10,341 Young Street, unit number two, Young and Major McKenzie, just north of Major McKenzie, and uh, come in anytime. Thank This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.